Hey, everybody. Matt here with an update about the podcast. Let me start by saying we had some truly great episodes lined up for you. Seriously. I talked with alumni whose careers range from making video games to running breweries. Each of them had a fascinating story about how they got there and what they learned along the way. It was great advice every time. Those episodes are ready to go, and I can't wait for you to hear them, but now is not the time for traditional career advice. We know that. We're living in a new normal, trying to flatten the curve. A lot of us are working from home now. We're balancing work with childcare. We're trying to figure out four different types of video chat so we can stay connected. I feel you. I'm recording right now at my kitchen table. My closest coworker is a dog who's getting tired of four walks a day. So... When the job is going to shift gears a bit and provide you with episodes tailored to the times, starting with a few tips for working from home. Episode release dates might be a bit sporadic, but we'll do our best to keep putting up content that helps us all get through this difficult period. And since this is an alumni advice podcast, I urge you to take seriously the advice given by three-time U of A alum, Dr. Dina Hinshaw. Stay home. And if you must leave the house, practice social distancing by maintaining a two-meter distance between yourself and others. And now, from the University of Alberta Alumni Association, it's What the Job. I'm Matt Ray. Time in the same space where you feel like that's where you're going to focus and work, it's helpful. It's just like when we go into the office, right? Our brain actually feels like, oh, this is the time to um, work and be with colleagues. On this special episode, we're joined by the self-proclaimed work-from-home queen, Lori Wang. Lori works in communications at the U of A, but way back in 2005, she worked remotely from home before it was cool. Lori talks about the importance of routine, setting up a regular workspace in your home, keeping in touch with coworkers while working remotely, and, of course, taking time for yourself. What the Job is made possible with the support of our affinity partner, TD Insurance. Did you know that through the TD Insurance Mellish Monarchs program, University of Alberta alumni are entitled to preferred rates on car, home, condo, and renter's insurance? Save even more by bundling your car and home insurance. To learn more about how you can save, please visit tdinsurance.com slash ualbertaalumni. So what's your name and what's your job? Hi, I'm Lori Wang, and I'm Director of Marketing and Communications for the University of Alberta's Faculty of Rehabilitation Medicine. And today you are with us for a very special reason. Normally, I would have a guest on here talking about their job, talking about their career path, but these are not normal times that we are living in. So you're going to talk to us today about the pain and pleasure of working from home. Why are you such a good candidate to talk about working from home? Well, um, I was joking last week that uh, that I'm the self-proclaimed work at home, work from home queen, um, because I actually started. I worked for a company remotely back in 2005 before it was cool to work from home, and um, and also at my own job, right? Uh, even just last since eight years ago, I've been working three days a week, and then the other times are at home, so I can have some time with my family as well. So things were kind of a little bit more set up already for myself. So um, I had some, you know, nice tips for my team. So that's how it started. And we are both working from home, as is almost every U of A employee, and probably many people listening to this podcast today, which is why uh, why we're doing it. 
So um, do you want to do you want to just start right off with what some good tips are for people working at home and how they can adjust? Sure. Um, so the first one is to have a morning routine. So get up at the same time. And I would even say like do your hair, some makeup and get dressed. So what's funny is just last week I was in a um, video meet and uh, with a bunch of different people from work and somebody commented and said, what, you're wearing makeup? And um, I was telling them that that's just my way of, you know, self-care and mental health, just to feel like I'm getting up, I'm actually going somewhere, even though I'm not physically going anywhere, but I'm um, ready and mentally ready to um, focus and be at work, quote unquote. Yeah, I think for me, and I, I don't know how you think about this, I'm trying to separate what my work week is like and what my weekend could be like. And uh -huh. so if I can do a different routine, then that, that helps with that. Yes, for sure. Um, I also have, well, I have three children. So I try to make it that the week, the weekdays are looking like weekdays. And then Saturdays are more like, you know, you can hang out in your pajamas a little bit more. You can have a slower morning. Whereas the Monday to Friday, I mean, now we're kind of in a weird time because it's technically spring break, um, but there's more of a routine in the morning for them for breakfast, for myself as well. And we're actually like getting up and getting ready for something. So it's mental health, obviously very important and routine helps with that. Yeah. Yeah. And I found that um, the other tip that I had was um, set up your own, set up your workstation. So use the same space every day. Um, so make this place your sanctuary and office space to work and focus. So I've always already had like a space, which is my um, office space. Uh, that's where I go to do my focused work. Um, so that's actually also my space for working from home as well. Um, so for example, like say um, when the kids are asleep too in the evenings, this is before we had, you know, we're all working from home <laughs> before that. Um, I would also already have this space where I would have to do, you know, hunker down and write. And that's where I feel like I'm actually focused versus say, like, if I had it, um, if I had my computer just wandering around chasing after the children, that's a little bit different. So always have this, I found that having the same space where you feel like that's where you're going to focus and work, it's helpful. It's just like when we go into the office, right? Our brain actually feels like, oh, this is the time to, um, work and be with colleagues yeah it helps prevent distractions because you settle into a space yes yes and it's yeah less distracting and also i would i mean obviously it would be great if it was ergonomic but that's not like that's like later on to the next step right so well my my challenge right now is that my wife started working at home a little bit before me so she claimed the office so now i'm <laughs> i'm working at a kitchen table right now there's just not enough yeah. desks to go around but yeah well, I mean, the kitchen table is still good as long as yeah. that's what you're going to kind of commit that space to, right? Like during that time, obviously, I mean, you're going to eat later, but just during like the eight to four, that's your space. Um, go back to the same space every day. I feel like that's always helpful for just us to adjust mentally. Yeah, I've, I've tried to do that as well. How are you finding it with kids when your kids are <laughs> home and you're trying to work at home? Yeah. Um. So the kid thing, uh, there's a few things. So I have three kids. Um, I call them my three little monsters. They are eight, five, and two. Um, and then my husband's actually a healthcare worker. So it's just me. So I got to work from home and I got to kind of handle the children. Um, the good thing I have to say, again, um, they're pretty good in the sense that we have, we tend to have structure. 
Um, last week, though, because of all the changes and everything and school closures, like I said, you know what, we're going to have lots of grace. You know, we're going to give ourselves a break. I mean, everybody's saying like, oh, let's have a schedule. Let's homeschool. Um, and they need to learn. And I said, you know, I was like, you know, I'm going to give myself a break. We're going to adjust, take some time. Um, but I do. Uh, so, you know, for example, you know, I taught my kid, I taught my daughter what the definition of survival mode means, <laughs> like things like that, where we're a little bit um, giving ourselves some some time, um, whatever that pace is, right? Um, this week's spring break. So I'm giving them a little bit more space about that too. But we do have our quiet time. So we had this even before, you know, all of this went, all the sh quote unquote shutting down happened. Um, so after lunch, they have quiet time. So my toddler is sleeping. Um, he naps. Uh, my eight-year-old is doing Kumon right now. And my five-year-old is also doing Kumon. But it can look like anything. Like they have a time and space away from each other too. Because, you know, we're at a point where we are kind of, we see each other so much that you need a break. Um, so uh, uh, the, well, the eldest will do some journaling or coloring on her own. And um, also the middle child, <laughs> Gideon, he'll also be, you know, he can play on his own for a bit too. So I found that um, you do need a little bit of that in the beginning. I'm still obviously like there's times where there's a learning time, there's some free play time, um, but it's change. It's up to each family. Um, I know that also next week we're going to be doing more like Google class from school. So I'm also just being very flexible at the same time and forgiving, not on them, but also on myself. I think that for moms and parents, it's a huge adjustment. So um, you know, when we talk, it's like, you know, we do what we can and we have to also be gracious to ourselves and our children and each other. I think that's really good advice, especially in the social media age where you can go on and I mean, I don't have kids, but I, I see those schedules everywhere that sort of like these are, this is the incredibly structured day for my kid. And, um, I kind of feel like that it's nice if you can do it, but, um, we are in unprecedented times and it's okay to, as you said, ha take some grace, have some grace. I, I think that's really perfect. Just what people need. Yeah. And I always say like, I think structure and schedule is there if it's helpful to you, it's not there to give you more pressure. And that's the same with productivity at work right now. Like, um, I think it's great to have, um, okay. So one of my other, we can go back to the tips, but one of them is like to have deadlines and to kind of have an idea of what you want to do and set them for your task list. But I always, I've said to my team too, like, you know, productivity and being able to do something is there if it's helpful for you to feel like you're contributing, but don't use it as a way to, don't let it be a pressure to you, right? Um, so for example, this last week, uh, we last week we did a media avail and um, it was on mental health apps um, that are helpful during this time with COVID-19. Um, and we did it remotely. And after that, our team actually felt so good. Like, oh, we can get through this. We have ways of doing things remotely. But if that were more of like a pressure on everybody else to do that too, that is not what the point is, right? It is to feel like you're productive in a way that you're contributing, but not in a way that not to have these deadlines if it's just pressure on you to feel like, and we're in just, and it's just insanity, right? So yeah. Grace is always really good. <laughs> yeah. I think I like this point about deadlines as well, is that if it helps you, go for it. 
But, you know, one thing that we say a lot in this podcast, which is kind of, I think, a funny thing to say, even because it's a careers podcast, is that you are not your job. Like your job is something mm-hmm. that you do. And I think in these times, especially, you need to remember that yeah, maybe it's okay if it takes you some time to adjust to working from home. Maybe if you don't get some things done at the same pace as you normally would, that's okay. Maybe your mind is focused. Maybe you need to take more breaks. I, I think that's okay. And I think, you know, you should talk to your supervisor if that's something that you need more of. And hopefully your supervisor's understanding. Mine is very, so there you go. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, um, it, it's it's a challenge. And I think it calls for a time where you have to reflect on yourself as a person and a worker and how those things are going to intersect in this moment. Yeah. And I think that uh, also it's great as colleagues to have um, so another, like another thing is to have check-ins, like this is the whole, we're all being, uh, gracious to one another. And, um, one of the things is like in the morning, it's nice to just have a check-in, right? Like, uh, have a, you know, hi, I'm here guys, you know, and you know, you're still talking to each other as colleagues and, um, even having virtual coffees with each other. Um, I think that's also part of it too, is that you're still part of a team where you feel like there's community we're here for each other. Um, and, uh, you know, another one was, uh, it's good to also, um, say bye at the end of the day and also log off because you're separating work from life as well. Right. Mm. Yeah. That's something, that's something important too. I hadn't really thought of. It's important to be like, well, this is the end of my day and this is how I'm logging off. Yes. And, um, give yourself a break as we already talked about, but also even like lunch hour, you know, like, I think that it's good for people to unplug like my team. I always say, you know, at lunch hour, wherever that is, they can go out for a walk or spend, have their lunch with their kids or something like they're still, it's still good to, cause I think that what happens with work from home, I don't know about you and especially in communications for us, it can like be nonstop, right? Like communications during crisis doesn't, um, doesn't slow down. It actually ramps up. Yeah. So I always say like during the lunch hour or during your regular breaks to actually like log off, unplug, come back. You actually come back even more productive at that point. Um, and then, you know, just what I said before about like saying bye at the end of the day, logging off. And then I actually go and do something with the kids outside or with some, you know what I mean? When I'm off work, when I've logged off so that I can have that mental break as well. Um, that has been very helpful for us. Um, I think um, also the other thing is, um, you know, there are some more for the ones that are moms and dads. Um, I would say like your meetings or that are more folk or, mo- or, or the more focused times, try to book them around times where there's naps. I know it's easier said than done. Um, or when the kids are actually on a more, um, you know, focused work, or I mean, you know, again, if they're watching a movie or something, that's okay, because we're at a time where we need to, um, you know, be okay with those type of things and not be, you know, and be accepting. Um, And then that's when you kind of have to have your important meeting with your boss, or right now when you're, you know, recording a podcast, Um, you know, that's a good time to book those things. I think also as a person who does not have kids, it's really important that I be and people like me be understanding of that fact. I we, I had a meeting with someone where their their young child had a meltdown in the middle of it. And that yeah, 
and that's okay. It's if anything, it kind of gives you a look into each of our each of your colleagues' world, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like I actually really enjoyed when I was in. Um, we were in a video meeting with like ten other people, and I enjoyed seeing somebody's dog, mm-hmm. right? Or somebody came in, and we just say hi. And I think that it's actually kind of it actually kind of builds some community because we get an idea of what everybody's um, we get an idea of what their houses look like, <laughs> and we get an idea of what their world outside of work looks like. Um, I think this is also a time to um, send some encouragement. So our faculty last week, our dean um, sent out, uh, you know, a first day of spring thing where we were encouraged to either write something encouraging on the Facebook post, a comment, or to send a note. And I think this is the time where we should also be checking in or if we did some great work like you know you're you're doing a podcast like people are still working like you know to really um pump up the encouragement at this time because i think that that's a part that people are needing that they know that they're appreciated that um the work they do is not going unnoticed because it's easier to go unnoticed right now with everybody not seeing each other right so um I, my, I, I encourage everybody to even think about some people and write them a note to impre- appreciate them or people on your team to appreciate them. That's really, that's really good too. I hadn't even thought of that, but that makes so much sense, right? You're not there to just say to someone, Hey, good job on that. And a lot of the work is going to be seemingly invisible right now, unless you, uh, unless you see it. Whereas if you were in the office, you'd see it more clearly. Yeah. And on a more like work productivity note, I know that we all want to um, also be like actually working (laughs) as a team um i would say uh you know we are actually we have a document together where we've written down um all the things that we can do remotely remotely and we're also brainstorming as a team like what are some things that we could even think about outside the box now right Mm like could we be doing like what are people needing like could we be doing some um, posting something where people can join and learn about how to like do we're in physical you know for physical therapy for example like maybe someone can host something where they're showing some stretches to do at work right just little things where we can think a little bit more outside the box um, and also write down the things that you can do remotely so that you don't feel like you're trying to um, you know prove yourself but that you have those tasks on there too and I think that that's also helpful from a mental perspective that like we can get through this right now. We do contribute and um, we are part of a larger community where we're everybody's playing a part in it. Very wise. You're really killing it on this uh, tips. <laughs> One thing I have a question, though, for you, and I think you specifically could answer. What's the transition like? going back to work i mean this is probably apparent for anyone who's um had worked from home from a long time but you definitely have so what's it like to go from working home to back to the office um i think that uh well right for us it's a little different because okay so when i was working remotely back in 2005 <laughs> um for a few years there it was actually interesting because i worked with people who weren't even like i've never met them like i've only met them online um, and then we went to a conference, which is not recommended right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we went to a conference and we got to know each other. And it was definitely um, a little different because you're kind of adjusting to like the personalities from face to face versus um, video. Um, so I think one of the things I noticed is that um, some people might be different video wise and in person. They're not used to the technology or they're not used to 
um, you know, some people are more introverted in real life and then on video, they're like talking a lot more, right? Like there's just different things that we don't even, we don't know yet. And so um, that's another part that I noticed when you go back or, well, for me, it was like three days and I'm off and I'm back. So um, like now at U of A, so it's a little, uh, there's not a ton of difference. Like I try to have my in-person meetings all on the same day so that I can, you know, have time off where I'm working, working. And then I have like getting focused work done. And then I have the important meetings done. So that was another part that I noticed. Um, but also that there's also different parts of personalities that come out. Some people are very, um, they're more chatty um, via text. Or some people are more chatty via um, in person, but then they won't really talk much um, via text. So then that's when that might be someone that would be good for more of a video chat. Mm -hmm. um, so there's just different, I found that different personalities actually come out differently online as well. So we always expect the same personality to be consistent, but it's, um, it's different, right? Um, and as somebody who's married to an introvert, it's a very interesting thing because um, there's people who will come out a little bit more via text for sure. And yeah. it's actually kind of cool. So. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Do you, do you, does your team keep like a, a group text? Do you guys have like a whole like chat? Yeah. So we've always had our little, um, our uh, hangout chat that we always use i mean and it's also used for like fun articles mm -hmm. sometimes you need like a baby yoda meme to kind of cheer you up every you know? day <laughs> that's right um so we use it for that we've already had that before and then when things came up with my team even when i was um away on thursdays and fridays they would definitely text or call me if something was more urgent as well um and then uh, we do for ours in the morning, we do the check-in in the morning. Good morning. How was your day? That sort of thing. Uh, we try to do a video chat, um, probably once every two days to kind of have our normal meeting, but also to just do a check-in and discuss some of the tasks or any questions that come up. Um, so we're finding that that's really helpful too. And again, it's around the times that work for the team as well. Mm -hmm. I'd also say that, um, I think it's a time where it's okay for us to uh, rant a little, cry a little, you know, um, pray more. <laughs> um, like uh, last week we had, um, I was with uh, another meeting with all my colleagues and some people were emotional. And I think that that's, that's a great thing. If anything, it's actually opened us up as a community even more to one another, not just as colleagues, but as, you know, as teams and as friends. Um, so I, I said in my, as I said in my tweet, like, it's okay right now to rant, swear, pray, cry, eat lots of chocolate, like whatever, you know, we're going to, we're going to get through this together. And I just want to commend those who are actually, you know, um, staying home and playing their role. Like, even if you don't feel like you're playing your role, it's huge because again, I'm married to someone in healthcare. I have friends who need, um, I have friends who are pregnant and waiting for their deliveries. I have friends who are, you know, have need blood transfusions, need to go have chronic diseases. And this is where we need to continue to support our healthcare workers and systems so that they can get the treatment they need when they need it. Absolutely. As well. Not just the COVID patients, but um, the other people who also need urgent treatment. So this is a community effort. And so I just... Um, I just want to commend everybody who's doing their best to work from home, take care of their kids, all the chaos that's going on. Um, I think that also at University of Alberta, we've come together pretty well. 
yeah, I've, I've seen communities come together during crisis and I see um, opportunity in crisis too, where people are becoming innovative, creative, compassionate. And um, that is um, very, I think it's a time to be encouraging. Um, in case it's helpful to, uh, you know, I think that it's good for us to also enjoy things that we normally enjoy. So for example, uh, last week there was a Mulan uh, by ColourPop collection. And um, it was great because I was like, okay, there's an eyeshadow palette. No one's going to see me, but I'm going to have nice eyes for my online meetings. <laughs> and my friends and I um, went and bought it. And I think that that's okay at this time because sometimes, you know, life, the things you still enjoy, um, life has to go on still, right? And we're going to get through this. I know that it seems very chaotic right now and it is a, it is very serious, but we're going to get through it. And I think it's okay to enjoy eyeshadow. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well said. Spoken like someone who definitely works in communications for a living and knows how to craft good messages. Thank you so much, Lori, for coming on and talking to us. I think it's important. Thanks so much, Matt. Thanks for listening to this special episode of What the Job. I want to remind you that you can still use the Alberta Switchboard to connect with your alumni community. Switchboard is an easy-to-use, free service where alumni can post requests or offers. It's a great place to just give or receive advice, even in these difficult times, perhaps even especially. Check it out at uab.ca slash sboard. That's it for What the Job. I'm Matt Ray. Thanks for listening. <laughs>